Rez HaShem, we continue in Simen Kuf Samiches, Sif Ches, Sif Kotin Mem, Shem number 407. We're learning the halachas of Pasa Babakistan, which is basically another way of saying cake, the bracha of Mizoinus on cakes, Danishes and the like. And I want to just review a little of Sif Ches outside, where Sif Ches is a very important halacha of, of what are the categories, the qualifications, I should say, of Pasa Babakistan. So pas, literally the words are bread that comes, ba, bekistin in a pocket. And the understanding is like because you, you put something in the dough. So there are three qualifications that take the dough out of being a hamoitzi and it turns into being a mezoinus. Okay? What are these three qualifications? And that's what was discussed here in the Mechaber and Siv Zayin. Number one, you have a situation where in the dough itself, you have sweets. The Shulchan Aruch says you have sweets that were put into the into the dough itself. Honey and sugar and all these sweets is really turned to a sweet dough. Number two is that after you have your dough, that it was put inside. Inside is a filling and the like. Okay, that also makes it a sweet a sweet um, uh, type of a product. And number three, it's brittle. Like, like the pretzels or the cookies that are crunchy. All of those three, it says the Shulchan Aruch, take it out of the category of Hamaitzi, and then create a new category called Mezainus. Passover, Bekistan, cakes, cookies, and the like. Now, the Ramah says that if you have your sweet challah, your raisin challah, that is still considered to be Hamaitzi. Okay? Still considered to be Hamaitzi. By the Sfardim, nothing doing. A raisin challah is a cake. La halacha, by the Sfardim, that's the cake. Mashkenazim, it's still considered to be a hamaitzi. Now, the Ramah and the Mishra explains is that if the majority of the ingredients of this cake is, is overwhelmingly sweet, so even the Ramah will tell you, okay, that's, that's not called a challah anymore. That's called, that's not called bread. It's called a cake. It's mebracha is mezoinus. Fine. That was basically sivzayin, the main points of sivzayin. Now let's continue here. I'm going to read the words of Mechaber from Sivches in the beginning, and then continue from Sivkotin Mem and the Mishnah Rura where I left off from yesterday's year. Mechaber tells us if you have lachmanios, not the, the regular lachmaniyot that you have, the roles of, of uh, in Eretz Yisrael, but this is more, it seems like this is more like a, like a pita, where it's a thinner, um, a thinner dough, thinner bread. Lachmanios, ayusun shibliloson ovo, shikairen ovliyosh. It's called ovliyosh, okay. And it has a thicker batter. Lechem gamurhu, muvarich alav hamaitzi, ubrechasamazan. It's 100% considered to be lechem, it's considered to be bread. And you make the bracha of Hamaitzi and you bench. That's step number one. So in other words, you have a pita. A pita is a is Hamaitzi. And even if you take one little piece of the pita, you're making one taking one little piece of bread, and you have to make the bracha of Hamaitzi and you have to bench if you have a kazayis. And those types of thin batters, it's not really too brittle, okay, because if it was brittle, 
then it would fall into the category of Sivzayin, where you make, you clearly make a Mizoyinus. Here, you're making a Mizoyinus for a different reason, apparently. It's this Nivlosh, um, you're not eating it as a meal. You're not eating it to be kaiveya a meal out of it, to make a meal out of it. Therefore, also, it's going to be a mezainus, it's a thin batter, and it's going to be a alamichya. The, the Mishnah Bruder talks about like a blintz, like a, like a blintzes, like we have that type of batter where even if you're kaiveya suda, you still will not wash on it. Even if you're saying, this is my meal. It's 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 not uh, it's not something that's going to be turning into a hamoitzi, as we discussed, as opposed to what we discussed. That if you sit down, you have uh, you know these these bun pancakes, where if you sit down, you have half of that cake. You should probably, according to what Shulchan is teaching us, you should wash first and bench afterwards, because you're having the amount of like four four the volume of four eggs worth, and you kaveya suda on your cake, and that would be a situation to have to. Um, wash and bench on that cake. And we used better, we said earlier, you would even wash Alantil Sadaim first. Just like the regular lachas of Alantil Sadaim. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't recommend you do that, not just for the health reasons, which is not the best, but, um, questions are, are you gonna have that amount? Are you making a hamaitzi where really you should be making mazainas? Therefore, it's best to make hamaitzi on the slice of bread. But from the letter of the law, one really has to be careful if he's eating uh, so much cake or, or Danish, so many ca- Danishes, uh, to the point is the volume of, of uh, four eggs worth, three to four eggs worth, and or if he is kaveya suda, this is my meal. It would perhaps warrant a washing and a benching. Now, the Mechaber tells us, if you are kaveya suda on this nivlosh, then then you will Wash and bench on it. This is where we pick up now where we left off from yesterday. If you're eating this nivlash, during the meal, but it's not the actual part of the meal. Okay, so the besoycha suda perhaps this could mean like a dessert. You're eating this nivlash like a dessert. It requires a bracha beforehand. It also requires a bracha afterwards. So, perhaps, what the Mechaber is talking about is, and we'll see in the Mishnah Brura, is if you have a dessert, which is really a mezoinous type of dessert, but it's a sweet, right? It's more, it's more of a, more of a, not a hundred percent directed, directly connected to the actual meal itself. You're not putting on the main, on the table, on the plate, um, in regards to, uh, what, what is it called, like the apple crisp. You know, when you have like apples in the dough that, that, uh, it's served as part of a side dish, where for some, they're wondering, whoa, this is great. Why am I getting dessert in the middle of my main? So that's, that's already considered, the place you would say, that's considered to be, uh, part of the meal, even though it's in the sweet flavor. You know, you know the apple crisp, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Or sometimes make with cranberry and the like. Yeah, it has a crust, right. Why are they serving this? Dinner? Right, exactly. You're wondering why, why they're serving the dessert. Is, did, did somebody make a mistake in the kitchen? Right? But it actually has that, that status of, uh, you call it apple kugel, apple kugel, whatever. Yeah, different, different, different names for it. Pudding, they call it sometimes. So, so at the end of the day, you wouldn't make a separate brach on that. That's part of, part of the main. It's a tuffle. 
to the to the whole um, main suda. But this here, im achil this nivlosh. If you're eating it but it's not part of the main tunim bracha would require, according to the mechab. We're going to see in the mishnah Rura, according to the many achreinim in the biyalacha, that generally speaking, a, a, a flat out mezaynis dessert does not require a bracha. It gets a little more complicated if you have your apple pie, your apple pie with a thin layer layer of crust, where that apple pie might require ha'etz. Why? Because that thin layer of crust sometimes is just there to hold it together. And it's really the, the apple or the, the, the blueberry, whatever whatever you put inside of it, the filling is like the main thing, right? It's that sweetness of it. The the Paisim do suggest that if you know you're having something like this for a dessert, that it's a good idea to have in mind that you're, when you make your hamaitzi, in the beginning of the suda, you're having that in mind as well. In other words, that type of apple pie will also be connected. In other words, according to the psalm, you should actually make a bracha on it. You make, you make a make a bracha on it, as we'll see. According to others, an eitzah would be, is to have it in mind, have that, have that dessert in mind, when you make your hamaitzi in the beginning of the suda. So, you know, sometimes the children, they want to know what dessert is right away in the beginning. Here, even the adults, it's kedai to know what the dessert is, if you should be having that in mind, when you are making your hamaitzi. There is definitely room to say that the pie, that the actual filling is the main. You know, you just, you just, uh, you know, the outside is just to hold it a little to get the inside of it. Um, okay, let's see the words inside over here. Further, Mechaber, when Mechaber tells us, those thin, like crackers, those biscuits, that you put the dip on top of them, so now that mezoinus, that cracker, is only being eaten for the purpose of the dip on top. And therefore the Mechaber says that you would make the brach on the dip. And the bracha of, the, of that dip would exempt that, that cracker. Okay, so let's let's see what we're talking about over here in the Mishnah and Siv Katan Mem. The Achalu Perish Lahani Rakin Dakin. If these 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 soft uh, thin uh, crackers, what din lechol pasav a kisten of armis of zayin. So to any of these other types of types of uh, cakes that we're talking about in Siv Zayin, you would. Um, you would what? We said over here, you would have to make a bracha beforehand, and you would have to make a bracha, and not a bracha afterwards. Okay. Many chreinim uh, disagree with the mechabra in that case, as we have mentioned outside. Now, if you're eating this mezoinus, but it's not part of the main, it's not part of the main, and it has some other fillings inside of it, so he says like this, You're not eating it because you're hungry. This is very important now. Why do you eat a main? Well, the main is to be eaten because you're hungry. That's why you eat the main course. 
But what you're eating now is not because it's it's uh, because you're hungry. It's your dessert. Very clearly, your dessert. Because if you're eating it to satiate yourself because you're hungry, <laughs> okay, even if you only ate a little of them, so if you're eating the quote-unquote dessert as your main, so that's not a dessert now. That doesn't fall in the category of dessert. That falls into the category of the uh, that's your main. In the same way, you're not making, for example, that bracha on your apple kugel, which we spoke about. So, so even though it's sweet, it's on your main, so too you wouldn't make a bracha on this as well because it's part of your main. But when it comes to your dessert, dessert is not there as part of the main. Dessert is there as after your main. It's just for the sweets. That's why it's called dessert. Desire. Desire, as dessert is. Desire. Yeah, that's how, that's connection? I, I don't know. I well, we have to ask uh, from Gadai about that. He's, our etymology, he's on the line, I see over here, the etymology man. Okay. But, but in halacha, that's what we're saying here. Yes, I'm Gadali. What do you have to tell us? It means, it, it means away from the meal. Uh, oh, really? Dessert? In, in, what is this? A Latin, a Latin the, the derivative? Or? Yeah, yeah. It means, it means away from the meal, not part of the meal. Away from the meal. Thank you very much. Dessert. Away from it. So dessert, maybe that's why also maybe there's a connection that causes the desert. You know, it's away from the land. Okay, I, I have no idea. Okay, let's, uh, let's stick to dessert over here. So dessert is away from the meal. So since it's away from the meal, you would have to make a separate bracha on it. Okay. You dessert from the army. You dessert from the army. Okay. Okay. Away from the army. Okay. Very good. Let's get further here. The ilu achlam lemal ravoyne. Fine. Sif katan mem base tunum bracha. So then this um you said vim achlo hu b'seich asudo shloi machmas asudo. But you're it's not really part of the meal. They require bracha rishayna. The cave on day neichlo zelu shem suudo. Since you're not eating it as a part of the meal. Is not exempt with your bracha of hamaitzi. Right? Normally we think, okay, you made hamaitzi, I cover everything. Well, that's not correct because it's not being eaten as to sustain you as as, as the as the main. When you have grapes at the end of the meal, you have to make a bracha on those grapes. If your watermelon is a holy, a whole, a whole totally uh, different type of dessert. We're not even getting to that dessert now, but but it's the same concept. It wasn't on the table when you started. That's the thing. Well, even even if it's on the table when you start, if it's on the table to start, the, the, for whatever reason, so somebody brought a, brought out the dessert, left it on the table, and left it on the table. You but it's not you're not eating your grapes. To digress for a second, not eating the grapes with your chalunt. Never heard of that one, no. right? You're eating the chalunt with the chalunt, and the kugel with the kugel, and the chicken with the chicken, and that's your main. Afterwards, you you, you take a little break. Now you come back for your dessert, which is, as we said, not part of the, the main. You say sev bracha. bracha. Definitely do. That's exactly what we're learning here. Shabbos, usually they're saying extra brachas. So, so the, the Mishra says, If you eat a lot, kashir suda, as was discussed in Sivav, afilu achlom mesika ba'alwa nifta bebecha samoitzi. So he says, if you eat a lot of these mezoinous sweets that, that normally in Sivav we, we mentioned, even if it's a sweet type of food, 
it's still part of your hamaytzi. The kaven the achlum shlo b'seich asudot tzarech levarech hamaytzi memela b'seich asudot nifter beberches hamaytzi. So the mishmaros explains as follows, and, and this is one of the ways to get out of the concern of the suffik. Do you make a bracha on it? Do you not make a bracha? If you would be eating x amount of cake, four volumes worth of eggs of cake, without washing, but you ate so much of it. And it's like your meal now, you would have to have washed. So now that you're eating so much of it as a dessert, your hamoitz you made beforehand is exempting the necessity of making a separate bracha on these mezoinus. Why? Because I could just explain. The same way if I would forget about washing. If I would sit down to my sweet cake and I eat it as a meal, and I have so much of it, four volumes worth, I would have to wash beforehand. So now that I'm eating as a dessert... But I already washed beforehand, so that washing now exempts the necessity of a separate bracha on it. We're back to where we are. So this type of nivlush would require a bracha beforehand, but not a bracha afterwards. This whole discussion is regards to pas. But regards as therefore you would not make a separate So the Mishmur says like this. Excuse me. He says, if you have your um, pie, He's actually telling us if you have a pie over here with apples inside of it and you have your sweet mazayas, he says apple pladen, which is uh, your, your uh, apple pie. He says, don't make your, don't take the apple out and make ha'etz on it. That's a brachal vatala. Don't do that. He says, I feel him a mulan, but pears even is full of fruit. The, the fruit becomes part of the part of the actual dish itself, the food itself. And it's tofel to the actual uh, dough. Even though the dough is very minimal. Even the dough is minimal. Apple yeah. pie. Dough is minimal. Apple pie, yeah. Sifkot mem dalit. Now you have these thin type of uh, crackers that you put a dip on top of it. So the Mechaber says, "Heim tefedum." These mekachas, these these rikikim dakim, rather, these thin crackers are tuffle to the actual dip. Says the Mishra Sefkot Memdala, first wide line, "Koyal iker din pasabel kisten." This is going back to the discussion of cakes, of pasabel kisten. Kamashlon the havalei the zeh loyhavi bechlola. This discussion of these. Of these rikikim dakim are not in the category of pasab of a kistan. He says you're not going to make a bracha on this mezoinus at all because you really you want what you want that dip. You want the dip. That's why you're, you're putting that dip on top of the cracker. This type of cracker over here. You're not, your intention is not to eat this this thin cracker. The only reason why you're putting it there 
So because you don't want to put it on your hand, not eating it with your hands. That dough is considered to be a secondary product, as we'll see more in Simon Reishud base. So he says, if you actually want that actual cracker, then, if you want that cracker, then you would actually have to make a bracha on that cracker. And I want to give an example of what we're talking about over here. We're all familiar with the, the ice cream and the ice cream cone that come together, let's say, in the freezer packages, right? Or, or sometimes you get an ice cream and you get this very plain, bland cone. Not the sugar cone that you pay, spend, pay extra for. Now, in, in those cases where the cone, for some people in the freezer, it's like, just like all uh, soggy and it's, it's not enjoyable. It's just really holding the ice cream. So you would not make a bracha on that, you would not, according to, if, if, if you're not enjoying that cone, you would not make a, a, a mezonis on that. We're talking about the after the meal. You would make a shahakol on the ice cream, according to many. But you would not make a mezonis on the cone. Or even, even if uh, you didn't wash. Now, if you have a sugar cone that you're really enjoying, so then you would. I would suggest not to take a bite from the bottom because then you have other problems. I'm sorry? Make sure, yeah, yeah, ice cream. Yeah, that's, that's not a toffle. You want the ice cream. Yeah, the shot is not the ice cream. You make, definitely make a shakal. That's not a question. That's not a question. You want both. That's not a question. You want the ice cream. We're, we're going to discuss in ratio bays. We'll discuss more ikr and toffel. But, but, uh, now, if you enjoy that, 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 that taste of that sweet ice cream cone that is in the freezer ice cream, it has a sweetness to it, then you should be making the zayin on it as well. Right? Okay, Pasha de Dakesh Nefin We're talking only in case where it's not talking about ice cream here because ice cream wasn't baked together with the actual thing itself. But if you bake this dushinin, which is this type of like maybe a cracker, and then afterwards you put this dip on top, now this merkachas, this dip does not become a toffle, a secondary to this cracker, because I want both of them, like we just explained, by the ice cream and the ice cream cone, the sweet ice cream cone, you want the sweet ice cream cone, and you want the ice cream, of course. Obviously you want the ice cream, or else you wouldn't put, put it on there. Literally, it says over here that what we were just talking about, that you have to make a brach on both. Uh, have a question? Siv cotton mem vov. The mechaber concludes of a hint, failum legabe a mechachas, a birchas a mechachas by trosson, and the bracha on the mechachas, in the case of the mechaber, would exempt that type of a cracker. If you're eating these two items separately, you're eating the dip separately and you're eating the mekacha separately, you'd have to make a bracha on each individually. Even though 
Ein zarich lavarich alav kevin de ikra chilos ahia biyach veneshav latoflam lamrekachas ein choshin al gemara chila. He's saying if you're eating them together, and the main purpose was for this dip, so then that little thin handle of the dip of that cracker was only there to hold. So even if you have a drop left over afterwards, it sounds like it's similar to the case of the milk in your cereal bowl. The milk in your cereal bowl, you don't make a shahakal on it. Once again, the halachas of Iker and Tafel will be covered later on, but it overlaps over here. So when you make your brach on your mezoyans and your Cheerios, and then you have, of course, cereal or milk in there, you're not making a shahakal on your milk. So you say, well, I finished every single Cheerio in the bowl, and now I have my shahakal, um, I should make a brach on the milk. Even if you have a cup next to you, that cup of milk you have to make shahakal on. But if you have the milk in the bowl, you will not make a shahakal on that milk. We will stop here by Sif Tess.